Of course. I'm like, we were good. We were we I were good. It. <laughs> we were good. We were ready to go. We 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 were at ESPN today. It was a cool day, and you had to rock that hat. You realize? I feel like my podcast appearance on ESPN was less good because I wasn't wearing this fedora that no one can see, and yet we continue <laughs> to reference. <laughs> It'd be great if there wasn't a fedora. <laughs> we just made it all up. Yeah. There's actually a fedora, and it really sucks. All right, welcome to The Lake Show. I'm Anthony Irwin. One of these days I'll say that, and I, I like not feel weird, but... Welcome to The Lake Show. We're used to doing a daily podcast together, so it's like, we for a while, Locked On Lakers intros were really messed up, mm-hmm. and then, like, it took us about a year, I think, to start, like, saying them seamlessly, so by, it's going to take us five years we all, to get this one right. We'll, we'll almost be there one yes. day. We are a year away from being five, five years away. Five years away from being <laughs> zero years away. Uh, today's show, we are going to wrap up All-Star Weekend. Uh, and get you guys ready for the season that is to come. Uh, so we're going to start by talking about some of the, the festivities. Uh, the Lakers had an all-star for the first time in what felt like forever, so that was kind of interesting. Uh, Kyle Kuzma got all the shots up. He was gunning yeah. for that MVP. From the jump. <laughs> Immediately. And I predicted that, too, by the way. We are anyone with a brain predicted that. <laughs> anyone that has seen Kyle Kuzma play even once predicted that. <laughs> so... So that happened, and then uh, and then yeah, the game happened. And that was there was a really good All Star game though. So we'll we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, we are going to look at the Lakers have an open roster spot right now. So Harrison and I are going to try to figure out how to do that, uh, how to how to make that roster spot work for the Lakers. And then finally, uh, because of what the Lakers have to do moving forward. We're going to try to talk actual basketball, and we're going to do so try by going... to go- talk actual basketball. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do our best. <laughs> uh, we're going to do so by looking at the remaining games that the Lakers have. They have 25 left. We have not gone through this at all, and we're just going to like take our stab at predicting all these outcomes on air, so that mostly so that all of you can mock us, but also to see if, like, if we were just picking these, would the Lakers make the playoffs? We're trying to give you an honest prediction instead of just like, yeah, LeBron Ron's good. Although. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, w- I want to say, though, the Lakers have, right now, they have, what, 28 wins? They would have to go 17 and 8 to get to 45. So we'll see how we'll see how our predictions stack up against the 17 and 8. They have to get to 45. I think yeah. 45 will get them into the playoffs. Uh, we'll, see how, we'll see how those things look. Uh, as always, subscribe on iTunes. Get your questions in on iTunes. Get your you can find us on Spotify, everywhere that you find all of podcasts anywhere. Um, and find us on Silver Screen and Roll. This is the Lake Show. Let's dive into this though. That's the best intro you've done so far, I gotta say. Uh-oh. So you're like you may be five years away, but you're still like you're showing progress. It's like D'Angelo Russell when the Lakers <laughs> were drafted him. How much fun was it to see D'Angelo Russell play this last weekend? I mean, I think you enjoyed it more than I did. But, like, it was cool. Honestly, for me, what was cool, like, this is going to sound really lame and 
uh, journalist nerdy, but like to me, the cooler thing was just seeing like how much more comfortable he is and like the you're right. This is journalist like, nerdy. No, no, no. I mean, just like as a, like on a human and personal level, he just seems to like have kind of come into his own as a person as well. And like, mm-hmm. I hate it when people always equate like a player played better at basketball. He must have his life together. Like, yeah. But in this case, it does seem like there, like with such a young player, there has been a genuine maturing both on and off the court. Like, just you know, you've seen it, it, evidence of it throughout the year, but especially when he was like answering questions and he just didn't seem phased by any of it anymore like it used to I I think like early on he was kind of like he didn't know how to handle the stupid questions or the questions like that kind of bored him or the questions that he had heard earlier before and like you know I I am empathetic to the idea that these guys have to answer the same question 900 times a year sometimes but like as somebody who asks that same question I try to ask a little bit different questions but um (laughs) I think it was just cool to see his maturing process both on and off the court for me. Can, can we bring back a, a, a fan favorite? A, a Well, a listener favorite. We don't have fans. But can we bring back a, a fan favorite? Of? Fifty Shades of Shade. <laughs> Did you hear a shade, a shade line from him? This well, week? I mean, he said that the Lakers trading him was the best thing that ever could have I happened. Know, I, I was surprised by how many people got upset when we wrote about that as if it was some like like as if. There was no way that D'Angelo Russell meant anything bad about the Lakers by saying this. The story was about his personal growth. <laughs> and it's like, okay, I get that. I understand that that's what that story was about overall. Mm-hmm. That is not what we are writing about as a Lakers site. Like, we cannot plagiarize this Bleacher Report yeah. story and just throw it onto our site. So, like, we took the Lakers part of it and we put it in there. And I thought that you gave a very genuine and fair and reasoned take about it. And, you know... Like people were like people scream clickbait at us because they didn't like the way that it sounded. All right, two things. Clickbait's a compliment, you idiots. We get paid oh, off hey, of. Hey, 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 come on, come no, on. No, come on. Keep down to people. All right, you geniuses. Of course, it's clickbait. Like that's the point of a headline. Uh, so I think the idea that you're trying to get at is a genuine one. I think like I don't want to go too far down this tangent, but like clickbait ultimately like. Our job is to get you to click on to it. the now, site. I think the the difference where I felt like I think people were upset, and I didn't feel like that that it was really that fair to be upset about because I felt I didn't feel like we misled in the way that we phrased that or anything. So that there's and like like clickbait in the sense of you're misleading people. Like you're like you'll never guess what Kim Kardashian said about <laughs> President Donald Trump, and it's like. You know, like she's it, never said anything like that's it. not there's there's nothing in there that's mm-hmm. like all that interesting or it has nothing to do with that. Like uh, we're not trying to mislead people. Um, and that, I think that's the difference. I, I just think what it comes we down to is I, I think the people who are any extra if you click, though, so I don't really care. Yeah, fair point. But the, the, the what I do think a lot of people who were really angry about you know, yelling clickbait stuff was that this kid whom a lot of people dumped on on his way out, including Magic, right? Yeah. Dumped on him and thought he was never going to get well it. And making them look yeah. Now. And, yeah. And, and I think a lot of people see that. That's going on. They don't want to admit, A, that they were possibly wrong, or B, the that, the, that the Lakers made a mistake. And so instead of getting angry or, or at, at, at the Lakers for maybe selling on this guy too early, they're going to get angry at the people who relay that message. Because I think he's absolutely right, by the way. 
He probably doesn't yeah, figure you everything say, like, out. You can say that part of it is that, like, he figured it out because he got that kick in the butt. But, like, to say that that, to the, him saying that is not in any way a shot at the Lakers is, I feel, a little naive. He should send a shot at the Lakers. They yeah. crapped on him on his way out. Yeah, and to his he, credit, They didn't have to, to do credit, that. He didn't say anything about it. Yeah. And when Magic did it, he said, you know, he's not my boss anymore, and that is what He moved is. on. Yep. He was more mature than the guy who called him immature. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, oh wait, did you want to? Did you want to do the the Fifty Shades of Shade? Do you want to like well, out of fifty? What, what would you say? Oh, to me that was easily like a, a forty or forty-five. I felt like that was pretty clear shading at the Lakers, whether or not you want to believe that. or yeah, not. Yeah, I don't. I won't go so far as to call it a fifty, but yeah. it was definitely. It was up there. Yeah, he's yeah. he certainly like. I would imagine he knows that that art, that that quote is going to be thrown out there and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like all these guys, he understands that by now. Yeah, yeah. And I, kudos to him. Hey, you know, shouts to Delo. Shouts to freaking Delo. That D-Lo. was not the start that I expected that we played. All Star Weekend, whatever. So yeah. is is there anything from? I thought the game was fun. I thought the game itself, All Star Game, was fun. Yeah, I thought the game was good. I um, I I don't know. I don't know that LeBron tampered hard enough. <laughs> is it fair to ask the question? Like, I just, I thought that we were going to see a lot more obvious, like, and transparent him just, like, networking this weekend. <laughs> and I don't feel, now maybe he's just being more subtle about it because he knows the political climate of the Lakers or whatever. Like, I guess to, to the point of maybe he did network was, like, his entire team played pretty terrible to start. They looked like they were having a pretty good time with LeBron yeah. over the weekend. So uh-huh. maybe he's that. He, Mission you know, accomplished. He's doing it away from the court. But I don't know. I was expecting, like, you know, like, after layups, like, him to, like, pick up players and, like, <laughs> You know, like, give them giant hugs. Like, just really over-exaggerate, like, his level of joy. I thought for sure there would be, like, an individual Instagram post for every player on his yeah. team. Like, really appreciated playing with you, Chris Middleton. Oh, no, Chris Middleton was on the <laughs> Whoever it was. Be- no, it would be better if he didn't play with Chris Middleton. Yeah. Really appreciated watching you anytime, do your thing, Chris Middleton. Anytime you get the chance to take the floor with a player like Chris Middleton, it's always really special. <laughs> Hashtag strive for greatness. The amount of people that, uh, that were fact-checking Grant's meme earlier today about the <laughs> fake LeBron Instagram caption where he was saying, glad all of you held it down on the court so that I could get some business <laughs> meetings done was... Come on, guys. <laughs> we know. Uh, <laughs> we posted it under clear Photoshop, threaded to it, and then posted the Instagram. Like, we know. It's, <laughs> it was a joke. I, I love I love that LeBron has turned into, like, a uh, – what's the what's the vacation rental thing or the – shoot, I'm blanking – where you where you buy you buy sure. into timeshare? Thank you. He's a, he's a timeshare salesperson now. <laughs> he bought no, the Lakers. I, I, it was funny to me that when Magic during the All Star game ran onto the court, everybody was freaking out. They're like, "No, Magic, don't like go <laughs> buy five Kevin Durant or something." Just no. And like that, he just dapped up the broadcasters. Yeah. So like that was all. It was all good. I was definitely like when he ran onto the court, I was like, "Oh no, what is he? We're in do? trouble." Like he's gonna go give Ben Simmons a hug. Like, did you see? Did you see like the tweets out there where we're like? <laughs> sees Adam Silver and runs the opposite direction. Yeah, like <laughs> throws a smoke bomb down. Uh, I laugh because he's not good at his job. Uh, we're going to talk about him and his abilities on his job. I want to talk about the buyout market that that is not there right now. There are very few options that the Lakers have, and it makes me a little concerned. I'm I'm a little nervous about the lack of options that the well, Lakers have. We just react like right now, just in case they do it mm-hmm. by the time that you listen to this okay. show. I'll like, break the news uh, to you. Ready? Okay, so, so Shams tweets out because Woj wouldn't get it. 
uh, Shams tweets out. <laughs> The and again, Lakers. This is a hypothetical. We're yes. just reacting as if it had happened. Uh-huh. I don't want anybody to crash their car mm-hmm. while they're driving to work or anything like that. Shams, fake Shams, has reported that the Lakers have maxed out Carmelo Anthony. Ah, no, why? <laughs> you didn't have to give him a max. No, they want to come for the minimum. <laughs> what are you doing, Magic? What are? They- <laughs> He's promised him a starting spot. He promised he promised the second star, and he didn't <laughs> specify whether or not it would be at a red what, star or not. At what stage? Like a near-death star that's about to explode. <laughs> take out its whole solar system. A black hole. It's, that's what stars become, right? When they die, they, they, they burn out, and then they I create... I theory, but I don't know if that's like a... Scientific fact. It'd be pretty significant. It'd be Let's pretty Google awesome. It and that'll be the rest of this podcast. That'd We're be learn about black holes. It'd be pretty fitting, well, actually, though. It would be fitting because of Carmelo Carmelo Anthony, Anthony yeah. as, as a black hole. Yeah. Uh, all right. I my turn. My turn. Tell me. Tell me how. It's... Okay. So Anthony, mm-hmm. the Lakers with their last roster spot mm-hmm. have signed Carmelo Anthony to a veterans minimum. My, oh, better than I thought. Better than I, mean, I thought. It's not going to be more than the veterans minimum. <laughs> The Lakers are going to – we've already seen them negotiate against themselves. They're going to be like – they've somehow given Carmelo Anthony five first-round picks to join the team. <laughs> Melo's just drafting players it's a to, be, single to like spot. hang out with him later yeah. on in his life. Single like, spot in the lottery yeah. that the Lakers just gave up. All right. Can we can we actually honestly talk about this seriously? Yeah. Why? Why did? Why are they in such a hurry? Like Carmelo no, isn't going anywhere. We know that they're in a hurry. They, they seemingly are not. In they a are hurry. not. Like very much are not in a hurry. I don't think they should fill the spot at all. Okay. Yeah. You were you were telling me about this beforehand, but make your case to the audience. The, why they don't need to? They don't. There's nobody on the market right now who I'm. I'm thinking. Yes, the Lakers have to fall over they themselves. Lock them down. To, yeah. There's there's nobody out there who f- meets that requirement to me. And the Lakers have dealt with so much injuries, so many injuries this year, that I would much rather keep that roster spot open just in case Rondo comes back and, and, and hurts his hand again. Just in case Lonzo takes longer to, to recover. But so then are you advocating for just signing a backup point guard in that case? Well, if there, if one comes available. Should, are you saying that they should just be waiting just to see what position gets hurt next yeah, and sign that guy? That, the, the second one. Okay. The second one. Because we – look. If you if you had to bet one way or the other, you're telling me that once Lonzo Ball comes back from his injury, his his, his sprained ankle, that not a single Laker will get dinged up for the rest of the 25 games or so. No, no, no I don't think so at all. I just think that like I, I guess for me, I understand like why would you be in a rush to sign Melo because he's not nobody else is going to sign him. Yeah. So and even if you miss out on Melo, you missed out on Melo. That's not that big of a deal. Yeah. So if anything, no, I'm, good. I'm kind of with you. Like we were looking at some of the available guys. Like there are right now, there really are not any appealing names whatsoever. Like I was, I was at first I was kind of joking, and then it was like, oh no, actually, like, like would you rather have Nick Young than Melo? Yes. Yeah. So would yeah. I. I don't think they're going to sign Nick Young, to be mm-hmm. clear. I'd rather have Tyler Ennis in his current injured state than Carmelo Anthony because I know okay. Tyler Ennis like can't get out there and extreme. hurt. Carmelo Anthony, look, I will guarantee anybody can take me up on this bet. We can figure out what that bet would be. But I guarantee you Carmelo Anthony comes to the Lakers and is a negative net impact on the team. I mean, I can't argue a hypothetical. Really. I guarantee you that happens. 
I think there's a. In which case, I'd rather have I think nobody. There's a possibility that he comes here and buys in, and that maybe now this third stop, where he's seemingly at the end of his rope, is where he's like, okay, I need to change the way that I play. I need to like just kind of play this exact role that Michael Beasley was playing, where I'm the occasional come in and score guy. But then we also saw even Michael Beasley started to bristle at that role at times in the lack of consistency because players want consistency. Yeah, and look, I don't think Carmelo has the self-awareness to be able to accept even that kind of role. He he was on teams that had legitimately better options than him and was angry at the fact that somebody would dare ask him to come off the bench. Yep. Like that's just not the the Lakers don't need that around at all. Right now, no, I, I'm I'm with you. I'm not advocating if, for them to sign Melo. I just think that there's like I'm not saying it's a high percentage chance. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying there's a chance it works out. No, sometimes sometimes you're vehemently against this stuff, and it ends up not being so bad. I one, it's vehemently. Two, and once again, another episode of Harrison <laughs> learns how to say a word <laughs> that he hadn't previously said out loud to anyone. <laughs> this is the problem with being a writer. You don't say it out loud? No, you just, like, you learn these words and you just don't really say them out loud. So, like, nobody corrects you. They're just like, damn, Harrison really has vocabulary. And then he says it out loud and they're like, damn, Harrison doesn't know how to <laughs> He's ducking dyslexic. Uh, I do think that this one I'm vehemently against. And I, I'm, I'm almost – I would wager a lot of money that I'm right on this one. A lot of money. If, now, mate, look, if the Lakers come back from the All-Star break and they lose, like, five straight and it looks like they're going to suck anyway, then fine. Bring in Carmelo, throw the full-on, just hop on into to Team Tank again and see how bad the season can go. minutes a game. Yeah. Like... And give him LeBron's minutes. Oh, God. <laughs> it, it can't be worse than it, than it would be otherwise, right? So, yeah. No Carmelo. It's really sad that we're having this conversation is, this year. Is there, a pro, is there a player out there who you would rather have Carmelo over? Realistically speaking, I'm not even, you know, obviously the Tyler Ennis I thing. Mean, like, G, there are G League guys and whatever that just, like, don't even have a chance. Andre Ingram. The needle. I'd rather sign Andre Ingram, honestly. <laughs> Me too. Me too. There is nobody out there I would rather have over, or I'd rather have Carmelo over. That, that person does not exist. It's sad. It's sad. I'm ready for my shot, Lakers. Call me up. <laughs> I would definitely watch that. Honestly, so you wouldn't. Would you would. Again. You wouldn't make it through like warmups. No, man, I can make it through warmups. I don't think you could. Your back would hurt. Yeah, it would hurt, but I could still like, <laughs> I just wouldn't shoot. I'd be like, oh, all right. Like you just you put up your shot. I don't want to accidentally hit anyone's shot out of the way. You just like you're getting in your side of the layup line. You're like, all right, alley oop. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, Josh Hart, go up there for you it. Go. There you go. <laughs> um, all right. What we're going to do here, we're going to take a quick second, and when we come back, uh, I want to take us through the Lakers' remaining schedule. We're going to play these games out in our mind and try and figure out if the Lakers are going to make the playoffs. Oh, man. I feel like this is going to hurt. I feel like I feel like we're going to get the unanswer that fans don't want to hear, and then they're going to get mad at us when, like, I'm not picking based on trying to get to a certain number. I'm just, like, trying to pick. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're going to take a quick second, and when we come back, we are going to get to that. Callie looks comfortable. Yeah. She tried to co-host the show, got fired, just laid down. (laughs) That's my technique, too. (laughs) 
<laughs> she learned it from the best. <laughs> Eventually, if you don't move, they'll just hire you. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's start here. The very first game that the Lakers come back to after the All-Star break is this Thursday against the Houston Rockets. Oh, God. That's the first game back? At home. Oh, I mean, at least it's at home. Maybe James Harden's still hungry. That is not like the post-All-Star break, like the Lakers need just need to fatten up with a win against anybody opponent. Mm-hmm. But this is why they say that the Lakers' closing schedule is so hard. Yeah. Win or loss? For me, okay, so you're going to keep track of both articles. Uh-huh. Yeah. For, for me, it's a loss. All right, like, Harrison I, goes. The way back. they've been playing, I don't, see, I don't see them winning that game. Or at least that's not the most likely outcome. I think it's a nationally televised game. The Lakers need to get back off to a, a decent start here. I think they actually win this one. And a portion of my prediction here is that James Harden is still hungover from All-Star Week. <laughs> it's very possible. I, it's funny. I tweeted out at one point that like James Harden is as hungover as Giannis is, a good, is good at basketball. And from a couple people... I got DMs saying, like, yes, absolutely. Harden is yeah. really hung over. Yeah, he did not look good to start that game. <laughs> he, he ended up playing a little better in the second half, but he had to, he had to sweat it out. <laughs> Harden, Harden, I, I can't even, like, judge James Harden. He's exactly no, who I, I would be. say, yeah. He's Anthony, exactly who I would be. Judge, yeah, not <laughs> let he be judged. Yeah. All right, so I'm, I'm taking a win on that one. So you are at I think Olam- we should probably try to do the rest of these quicker. Well, no, we got we got a. It's a longer show here. Uh, <laughs> New Orleans at New Orleans, uh, a couple days. They they I, have a day I think off. They're going to win that one. The Pelicans might be the only team more dysfunctional than the Lakers right now. Maybe Yet another sign of the dysfunction in Los Angeles. Maybe though, if there's a team that New Orleans really really wants to beat right now, it's probably the Lakers. But do the players really care about that? Probably. Do you think Anthony Davis plays in that game? That would be great. <laughs> They're on the road too, so it's uh, we're gonna we're gonna hear about we're gonna see like pictures of him and LeBron out on like Bourbon Street, like, <laughs> and Harden for some on reason Friday night. Yeah, Harden shows up, <laughs> just right. like wanders through the back of the camera, like hey guys. Uh, are you taking a, a win or a loss there? I'm gonna take a win. I, right. I think they're gonna get that one. I think they win that one as well. Next one here at Memphis win. Yeah, Memphis is tanking pretty hard. I'll give them a win. Although they always struggle in Memphis. I'll still give them a win there. Yeah, I think it's a win also. It's a uh, Monday game. It's not a Sunday game. Sunday games are tough. Yeah. Um, but Monday. They have yet to. Monday. So they play Thursday, Saturday, Monday. No back-to-backs quite yet. Yeah, I'm trying to look at the schedule here and mm-hmm. like factor that into my picks. New Orleans at home. The following Wednesday, I think again. they got to win there again. I, I just I don't really see the Pelicans as like a winning team right now. Okay, so so far you are off to a three and one start. I'm off to four and zero. Oh. Okay, if this happens, all is well, right? We get one article saying how talking about how great everything turns out. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'd probably write it. The next start, the the, the next game though probably ends I'm that make narrative. You aggregate these picks if like we're exactly right. <laughs> the next uh, game. Is, is a little concerning. I don't think this ends well for the Lakers. They face Milwaukee at home. Yeah. At Staples Center. I don't I don't think that they're going to win that game. Me neither. They, they take an L against Milwaukee. Next one is a back-to-back in Phoenix. 
I feel like they get blown out and they get to rest their starters and then they beat Phoenix. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like it. I think I'll, I'll stick with that thinking too. Also, Phoenix is just bad. Yeah, Phoenix is terrible, man. They're not good. Honestly, like Pete and I were arguing about this a couple weeks ago on Press Row about like the worst team that we've seen. And like he, he felt like it was – I think he felt like it was the Suns. I don't want to misquote mm-hmm. him. But like I, I still feel like it's the Bulls. But I think it's just because the Bulls are like – They're almost, so sad. It's like an offensive way to play basketball. Mm-hmm. Like with – like they just look like, like a pickup team out See, there. I actually get more frustrated watching Phoenix because I don't think Chicago has the talent there. Whereas, like, Phoenix, they have guys who should be decent to basketball. Oh, no, they see, aren't. That, that goes the opposite for me. Like, at least Phoenix has some talented guys that, like, it's kind of fun to watch every so often. No, but I'm saying, like, they have the talented guys and they suck. So I just get. I just don't I, care if they're good or not. I, hate, yeah. I hate watching talented guys who play dumb. Like, Marquise Chris offends me at, like, Marquise my Chris deepest. I know, I know. But I'm saying, like, when he was there and, and, like, that type of player. Like, I just hate the dumb, super talented player. That just annoys me. Uh, all right, so we both think that they take a win against Phoenix. They then come home and play the Clippers. Hmm. I think they take a win. I, I'm giving them a win. The only reason I think maybe not is because the Clippers always get really, really up for that game. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. Like the, I guess like they aren't as good anymore, and I guess if— if you're being optimistic, you're hoping that the Lakers are getting up for every game at this point. They also probably, they being the Lakers, would be close to getting Lonzo. Yeah. Okay, I'll narrowly say a win there. Okay, a win there. I don't feel super confident about it's it. It's a tough one. I yeah. think that's the one that I, I might, I'm going to leave a star there. You want a star there too? Yeah, that's fine. Like games that we could like go back and forth on. Yeah, Denver, I think they're going to lose. They, they play Wednesday, Denver at home is their next game. Denver's a tough matchup for him. Yeah, I, I I agree with you well, that they have the, a team that likes to pass against a team that doesn't like to defend right now. So well, and and like, you'd hope that they're defending at this point. Jokic is the type of big who the Lakers aren't going to match up well. No, with. No, they don't. They don't match up with any talented bigs right yeah. now. Next one, they have Boston at home. They have a couple days off between Wednesday and then they play Do Saturday. Do we know if Boston plays there Friday night? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Probably. If Boston played there on Friday night, I feel a lot more confident. Or like if Boston had the day off. Friday I actually night. think I actually think LeBron takes a special play, pleasure in beating Boston. Yeah, that's true. I'll give them the win here because it is at home. Boston has been so trick or treat this mm-hmm. year, and um, you're right. But LeBron does seem to enjoy tormenting the yeah. Celtics. Oddly enough, Danny Ainge comparing him to Laker. Everybody's saying LeBron's not a true Laker. You're wrong. LeBron hates the Celtics probably as much as you do. Almost as much as he hates Kemba Walker. Uh, (laughs) That was an amazing stat. Just for the people that haven't seen it, like there was a stat going around that like Kemba Walker almost got his first win against LeBron in the All Star game. But since Team LeBron came back, Kemba Walker is now 0 and 28. 0 and 28 LeBron teams. Ouch. Ouch. All right, next uh, next game, they play at Chicago. That's a win. That's a win. Yeah. I will also come they have, like, they have two days off before that, too. Like, if that's not a win, then what are we really doing here? No, no, no. That feels like exactly the type of game that this team would lose. Yep. They'd be, it'll be, like, in the fourth quarter. They'll be, like, down by five and just never make a run. But I'm still going to give them a win. Yeah. I just, like, I'm, I'm not going to predict based on that this team usually tries to troll us. Yeah. <laughs> 
predict based on make my I'm I'm in charge of the recap that night. I guarantee you that I'll be in charge of that thing and it'll go to like double overtime. <laughs> Next game is at Toronto. They are we are now in a in a streak here of one, two, three, four, five straight road yeah, games. Yeah, that's a big old fat L. <laughs> at Toronto? Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably I would probably agree. Next if one. Kawhi plays. If Kawhi doesn't play, I mean, even still, they're yeah. one game against Toronto. To, Kawhi didn't play, and they got shellacked. They got they got whooped. Next game is at Detroit. I'll call that a win. Detroit also very sad. Yeah, Reggie Bullock revenge game. Oh, what if we get Svee <laughs> revenge game? Oh, Reese Fiend. Svevenge. We'll work on that. Svevenge. Yeah, it would be Svevenge. Svevenge game. What do you think? Is it better, Svevenge or Reesevenge? I think Svevenge is better. I think so, But too. I still think the Lakers will win that game. <laughs> Svevenge. Although those 4 o'clock East games are always weird. Those are my favorite ones to cover, though. Oh, yeah, me too. But They're so much better. They, they're more likely to produce a One day, very frustrating result. The NBA, like, we don't need 7.30 games. 7.30 start games. No. Start times. Just, like, if people can't make it to make like it seven. before 7.30, just, like, that's their problem. Make it, it 7. Start at 6.30. It helps out the East Coast people. Six thirty. I don't know about six thirty, but seven. I think is a shut your mouth. <laughs> That's the most aggressive I've ever if seen, I Harrison. Can, if I can leave that arena by like ten o'clock, that's a good night. Yeah. Yeah, that'd like, be that's theoretically in play if they have a six thirty game. Although you, I'd still probably won't leave till eleven. Uh, look at look at Mister Tryhard over here. All right, at New York. That's a win. They're going to win. LeBron at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Yeah. I almost said his last game at Madison Square Garden, but he's not retiring. It's only only felt like a farewell tour this year. Um, (laughs) Tuesday at Milwaukee. That's an L. Yeah, they aren't going to win that game. Okay. Next one is (laughs) against D'Angelo Russell's Brooklyn Nets. After three days off. I mean, Brooklyn doesn't have any good players at this point, right? So, like, well, all their good point guards are hurt. Other than Russell. And, um, and Levert. Am I missing anyone? Russell's right there. He only just played in. Look at you. Oh, man. I almost, I, almost, I almost made a joke that would have you would have had to bleep. I'm, but I'm I will not make it. No, I, th- I think they'll win that game. They have, like, three days rest. Actually, I think, I think Levert's they Wednesday, back. Thursday. Yeah, Levert is back. They have Wednesday and Thursday off before that. I, the, the, those are the types of games that they usually win. Yeah. All right, so I will also count that a win. Next one is against the Sacramento Kings. Huge one here. Yeah. At home. God. At 6.30. There's your start time. Yeah. Um... See, part of me wants to say I feel like they win this because they're going to have to win it, like no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other part of me is like the Kings give them problems. Mm-hmm. Like they run so fast that this team, like you know, as, as high of a pace as the Lakers play at, sometimes they have not. Maybe this is just eye test, and maybe I'm misremembering this, but I feel like they haven't done as well against other fast-paced teams. And I feel like the Kings play fast in a specific way that gives the Lakers fits sometimes. Um, I always feel like Harrison Barnes. Like I feel like he's going to hit an annoyingly big shot against the, against the Lakers every time they play against him. I can't stop, stand watching him play. I don't think Darren he's, Fox is like a huge Kobe stand, so he like always plays well. Well, not always, but like he's going to really be trying to go off in L.A. I'm I'm calling it an L. 
I'm gonna say they win that one. I, I think if by that point, like if they aren't treating these games as must win and really locking in, then what are we really doing here? You know. Uh, so like I'm pre- I'm predicting based on like that this team is actually gonna try and make the playoffs. They will definitely have Lonzo Ball back by that time. Well, let's not say definitely with this medical staff. Oof, fair point. Uh, against Washington at home. They're going to win that game. I don't know why I paused. They're going to win that game. Yeah, that's an easy one. Yeah. Although they are better without John Wall. Uh, Tuesday, back-to-back, they are in Utah. That's a loss. I'll yeah, that's ahead. always a loss. And, like, Gobert is going to want to show people the value of defense so that he can, like, help children of, like, the world <laughs> learn. Can I say, like, all right, I'm not going to shame anybody for crying and no, stuff. No, no, I was, myself was out. Hey, that was, like, uh, the, the crying part of that was, like, totally genuine. Like, that was a moment, like, about his reasoning for, like, I should be in the All-Star game because it's setting a bad example to children that other people made it. Come on, man. Ask me how much defense was, was like, it. The only oh, way. Oh, man. The only way that All-Star game could have been more entertaining is if Rudy Gobert was doing some verticality around the rim. That was uh, like, that would have made it for What me. are the chances that Gobert goes there and plays too hard a defense? None, right? He's not going to go there and play defense. Yeah, he's going to, like, go shoot some threes. and. Yeah, yeah, like, what are you doing here, Gobert? No, he probably would have played defense. He seems like that kind of dude. He'd be, like, the one. I feel like almost every All-Star game or, like, at least every other one, there's, like, the one guy that, like, everybody gets annoyed with because they're actually trying on His defense. people would have had to coach him to say, look, man, you got in here on defense and you made it, like, this big yeah. statement about how classy I am and how hardworking I am. You better go out there and play good defense. Yeah. All right. Uh, and I think Utah wins that game. Yeah, me too. Uh Against Charlotte at home. Let's make it 0-29, baby. 0-29. <laughs> Although now that now that we are cognizant of this streak. Kemba Walker, like, for sure saw these graphics by now today. And is just like, I got to win this one. Like, he circled that game on his calendar. He's going to take the week off leading up to it. Do you think there's a chance in hell, like, at all, that Kemba Walker didn't know about that streak? Like, he, if he's 0-and... I feel like Hornets bloggers had to have brought it up at least, or, like, some other opposing team. Yeah. I feel like that's out there. That, that has to have been out there, and we just didn't register it because we weren't covering a LeBron team. Yeah. I that I hope so. That is a hilarious streak. Uh, at New Orleans, that's I think a that's a win. By that time, they will be outright tanking. Like, Anthony Davis will have left the team by that point, I think. I think he's already left. Yeah, but for sure by that point, he's not going to be going to games Mm -hmm. playing in them anymore. Yeah. All right. So next one is at Oklahoma City. Always a tough place to play. I I feel like OKC gets that game. That's an L. Next one is versus Golden State. I think Golden State gets that game. Also, well, an L there. Uh, Against at, well, technically at the Clippers. This is a tough one. And this one will... If they're really trying by the... I, I'm going to give them a win there. I think they're more talented than the Clippers, and if we're under the assumption that they're going to lock in and try and make this playoff... I'm going to ask to that one, or I'm going to star that one, just because I'm, I'm nervous about that one. Uh, against Utah. Oh, man. It's at home, and they have a day off beforehand. So let's let's count before we no, get no, no, to no. Let's not let's not count them. No, I think the whole right. exercise of this is we should right. be making our picks based on what will prove us right or wrong. Well, it's not um, about like picks and right and stuff. I'm just talking. Let's say, go ahead. They're at home. I'm gonna say that's a win because I think there's also a chance that Utah's kind of locked in by that point, mm-hmm. and maybe they like aren't trying as hard. And then Portland at home. They're gonna lose that game. 
I'm going to tweet something dumb about Damian Lillard <laughs> at halftime. I can't stop myself. All right. So we'll count this off. Apparently you have... my superpower works for Joe Harris, too, because I was about to tweet, like, who let a blogger in the three-point contest? <laughs> and then he promptly made, like, his next, like, 93. He's ridiculously yeah. good. You know who was shooting, like, in the last month before that? Like, 65% from three? That's crazy. All right. Uh, you have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. That would put the Lakers at 44 wins on the season. Okay. I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 as well, apparently. Yeah. Oh. So 44 wins. Boy, that last loss against Portland, that would essentially you imagine, maybe you knock them out. that game differently than me, right? No. I said lose. Okay. I said loss. Yeah. Yeah. But can you imagine if they lost the last game of the season? To not go in. a playoff game? Whew. That makes me rethink Skip my. Would be so excited. <laughs> he would just cease. I would have to turn on mobile alerts for that would be it. account after that game. I just to see like what happened. It's not that like I enjoy Skip Bayless or his takes. Yeah, but, like sometimes I think that it's funny. He would just it would it, the only tweet that he needs to send out there is Kobe would never. <laughs> that's that's the only tweet that he like if he wants peak engagement. That's what he needs to fire off. Kobe would be What's in the Kobe playoffs. Kobe going to tweet if they miss the playoffs. <laughs> be like happy to help respect LeBron my junk throws in the in the <laughs> off season. If LeBron needs to learn how to win, tell him to give me a phone call. <laughs> Mama mentality. Mamba, no, playoffs mentality. He just didn't have it. Like it's too bad not everyone on the Lakers wants to win as bad as Kuz. <laughs> he tweets with his shirt in his in his yeah. mouth again too. That would be a disaster. We're here for it, though. That'll do it for this episode of The Lake Show. I mean, so 16, that would leave them at 44. Are we thinking that would leave them missing it? I, I think like it's going to take. The is usually 45, right? I, I think it'll take 45 wins to get okay. in this year. Usually it's higher. Well, That's, it's funny. On Sedano's show that we just did, and you should go listen to that. He, you can find him on, I think, on iTunes, so mm-hmm. Sedano's show. Uh, and then we're also going to be on ESPN LA Radio by the time that you've listened to this. No mm-hmm. big deal. Just a brag. You know. Um, but I, I said I thought they would make the playoffs. So, but that's why I wanted to do this prediction thing. Like, it's just tough. To illustrate, this is going to be tough sledding. Yeah. And, like, if you're trying to pick these games and not just say, like, LeBron gets you into the postseason, I don't care about any of the numbers. Like, the numbers matter at this point. Yeah. The record matters. Like, and, and, and this is all, this they is have all. Not shown that they can walk in. And, like, it's going to be interesting um, to see, like, the reaction from like Cleveland people, like if they just turned on after like after this, because it's going to be like, oh, see, we tried to tell you guys, LeBron always goes to another level, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I, there's been a lot of that over the last couple of years where he's like ramped up his play when he needs to be. This is the time. I, I think you and Pete have talked about it on a couple of your shows as well, but like I I, I second that in that like. If you're the best player in the world, like, and you can take it up another gear, these are playoff games now. You have to treat them like that. That's the way that it is. Like, you know, you got you guys chose to like half-ass it the last couple games before the All Star break. Ah, uh, man, that would be a bummer if the Lakers didn't make it in because they lost that last one. If the Lakers don't make it in, um, 
Luke's gone. I think we're going to get, like, basically, like, the NBA version of, like, the NFL's Black Monday announcement. Yeah. Where it's just, like... Just immediately. Yeah. It's like Maybe even Polinka. I, I don't, I don't think, think Polinka will be gone right away. I think Magic will save him as, like, another shield to leak stuff about next year. I don't, I don't think... I don't think Polinka should be employed. Can I give that hot take? That's a hot take. I don't if, know that I'm there yet. If the if the Lakers fail to the stuff I blame on Polinka. If the Lakers fail to make the playoffs while employing LeBron James, that general manager should be fired. Period. Like how much is Polinka the final decision maker on this stuff? Then find somebody who has more experience who can stand up to Magic and say, "No, it was stupid that we didn't but how employ much can shooters." Anyone stand up to Magic at this point? Then fire Magic too. Well, then that heads should roll, man. Yeah, that's like that's the nuclear option. That's the central tenet because you can say it's one thing for you to say that. That's not what's going to happen. No. And so, like, I also again, like, uh, just like I don't think that Luke is a hundred percent at fault for everything that's went wrong here. I don't think that a hundred percent of it. I, like these things are always a causal pie. Like mm-hmm. there's blame to be apportioned all over the place. Yeah. And like that's not to say that any of these people are blameless, but like we have to look at the full context. And like I, I don't think the firing Palinka solves anything. It would make me feel better. I wouldn't have to listen to his stupid analogies. I that. I'm going to keep a running tally of these things. Like, <laughs> I'm going to keep updating that post the next time he calls Kobe the Mozart of friendship. That'll do it, though, for this episode of The Lake Show. I'm Anthony Irwin. That was Harrison Fagan. Check out the rest of our podcast all throughout the, 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 the channel, the feed that we have there on Spotify, on iTunes, all of that stuff. Yeah, I'm going to say this here so that it like forces me to actually get it done this week. We are going to have a Monday show next Monday. Hope so. So it's going to be Anthony if, uh, well, hope if, I don't, not. if I don't get the deal done. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody.